0: So the simple truth is that we are way off our target. Our crowdfunding goal this year, the number of you who we need to convince to become Canada land supporters, if we're going to ensure the sustainability of this company, if we're going to do all the things that we want to do this year, we're off by a lot. And that came as a real surprise because when we launched this year's campaign a few weeks ago, we had our best launch day ever. It set a company record. A lot of you seemed to just get it in a way that it had been hard to convey in the past. I think it just has to do with external conditions. I mean, everybody knows what's going on. The news is banned from Facebook in Canada. You cannot share news on Facebook or Instagram. You can't comment on the news on those platforms. Google is threatening to do the same. Meanwhile, the layoffs and the closures are coming at a pace that we'd never seen before. 72 newspapers just closed it's hit the podcasting industry, layoffs across big podcast companies in the U.S. And it's becoming harder, forget about just from the inside of the industry, like for people out there looking for reliable information while finding it on Twitter or or anywhere else, it has never been harder. And then, you know, the future prognosis is just as daunting. CBC is facing defunding if the polls are correct and Pierre Polyev is gonna be the next prime minister. So all of that is really grim, but it did seem to get the message across to a lot of you that the time is now. You got to fund the news while we still have some. And yeah, it it really did seem to sink in because the numbers were better than any launch day we've had in the 10 years that we've been around. And that meant that we were confident we were going to hit our goals. And then a war broke out. A couple of days after we launched our annual crowdfunder, the war broke out overseas. And you know, for very understandable reasons, it became hard to get people to care about Canada Land's crowdfunder. People were immersed in this brutal story that was unfolding. I get it. These weeks have been absolutely overwhelming. And this is the news business, after all. When news comes, it comes when it comes. And, and it just, it laughs mercilessly at our plans, our editorial schedule, the release date we had in mind for this investigation that we had been working on into the anti-Trudeau hate farm that we uncovered in Cairo, of all places. Every careful plan that we had for the future it can always just be demolished in an instant by some unforeseen shocking world event that is completely outside of our control. And I, I, I accept that completely. You can't work in the news business if you don't accept that. Those are just the terms of working in news. Drop your plans and cover what is happening as best you can. And that's that's what we've been trying to do. We've been doing our best to fact check media reports and to provide analysis of what's going on, specifically how it's all impacting things here in Canada and with the Canadian media. That's our job. And that's just the news. It's not about us, but it does impact us. It's a vulnerability in our model that I, I've been aware of from the start. And I knew it was just a matter of time before our timing was off like this. You know, the way that we've done this for a decade now, some of you may know how we do this. Some of you might be new to this. Uh, and it's, it, it's a bit strange, but it, it's, it's worked for us. And nothing else seems to be working in the news business for anyone. So, you know, we've stuck with this. And, and, and here's what it is. Every day we show up to work and we make the best podcasts that we possibly can. And then we give them away for free. We do not paywall them. We just tell you very quickly at the end of each podcast that we could use your support. And that, you know, to be honest, that message at the end of each podcast, it does very little. A a trickle of people sign up every week as paid supporters to Canada land. And every week, a trickle of supporters leave Canada land, usually when their credit cards happen to expire. And so if that's all we did, we, we would be out of business very quickly. And that's why we also do this. For one month a year, we hard sell. We tell you every reason why you need to support CanadaLand. We go through everything we've done in the last year to remind you of all that free stuff that we gave out. We remind you of our model that relies on a very small group of people paying for CanadaLand so that everybody else can get it for free. That's a really nice part of the whole thing. You're paying not to get some information that nobody else can have. No, we flip that. You're paying so that everybody else can get it for free. And the ratio just keeps getting better and better because our audience keeps growing. So for every one of you that pays, there used to be 10 people who get it for free and then 20, and it just is going up and up from there. So that's our deal. We didn't invent it. It's very similar to what like PBS and NPR have been doing for a very long time in the States. It's a pledge drive, and it has worked for us. It has worked for us year over year. But I knew that it was just a matter of time before our timing was off and the month in which our crowdfunding falls would just not be our month. And that might be the case this year. New signups have really slowed down and it's not looking great. But I'm telling you all of this now because there is still time. We're gonna honor our model here. You know, when this crowdfunding month is over, we are going to go back to just putting out podcasts for free and not giving you these long messages. We're not done yet. It's not over. There is still a chance of us getting there. It wouldn't even take that much If one out of 10 of you listening right now went to CanadaLand.com slash join and became a CanadaLand supporter, we would get there. If that happened today, we would get there. If one in 20 of you became a supporter and then a handful of people, just a handful, signed up in our editor circle, which does require a very generous level of support, but we don't need that many people to do that. If if some combination were to come on board as CanadaLand supporters, we would get there. It's still possible, and it's my job to do everything I can while I still can to make that happen. Because I have to tell you, we have some really exciting things that we have been planning with the resources that we need this crowdfunding season. And I want to take a second to tell you about uh, just a couple of them. Some of you may remember just a few months ago, we put out a public call for pitches for new shows. It's the first time we've ever done this. We asked anyone, everyone out there, send us your best ideas for new shows. And we did this with our new colleague, Julie Shapiro. You may know Julie Shapiro. She is a brilliant, kind of like a legend in the audio business. You may know her project, Ear Hustle. You may be familiar with Radiotopia. You may know PRX. She has worked on some of the best stuff out there, and she has been through this process of finding great show ideas and developing them and then making them. And it's been an incredible experience to get to work with her on this torrent of, of incredible ideas that came through our door. We plan on making and releasing a whole bunch of new long-form shows In the coming year. And if you have listened to any of our shows in the past, if you've listened to Thunder Bay or The White Saviors or Cool Mules or Ratfucker, you know that this is something we do really well. But we've never had like a permanent mechanism in the company to bring in these ideas and develop these new shows and, and put them out there. We really want to do that. And the other major plan that we have for the year ahead has to do with the atmosphere in this country for young journalists. It's just miserable, the messages that we give to young people who want to do this kind of work, who want to get into journalism. We just throw so much doom and gloom at them. We mock them for going into journalism programs. And then when they come into our newsrooms, they are exploited in these internships where there's just, like, not even a path for them to get a job. There are so many doors slammed in the faces of these people that we need if we're going to regenerate this industry. So we want to open our doors. We want Canada Land to be a welcoming place where we want young people who are passionate about becoming journalists. We want to train them for free. We want to provide paid entry-level opportunities for them. We want to build out a whole new permanent part of Canadaland so that we become something of a hub for these young journalists. These are things that I hope to be telling you a lot more about in the year ahead, but our ability to execute on these plans, to make these things happen, it is going to depend on what happens right now. It's going to depend on you listening to this message and saying, okay, $7, $9, maybe even $15 a month. That is worth it to support what they're doing over there. And look, I know that there are more digital subscriptions that people have on their credit cards these days than ever before. When when I started doing this 10 years ago, I had to explain to people what a digital monthly subscription was. Nobody had any. That was my problem back then. And now the problem is that people have too many. But I I, want to ask you right now, think of all of your digital subscriptions to your Netflixes and your Disney Pluses and whatever. Are any of them supporting media in this country? Are any of them resulting in content about The cities that you live in, the country that you live in, I want you to make some room for us. And I know that the media that we're going to have in this country 10 years from now or like even one year from now depends on your decision right now to support us or not. Listen, no matter what, we are going to continue to bring you everything that we are committed to because of our existing supporters. We are going to continue to give you our best analysis of Canadian coverage of the war in Israel Palestine. We are going to continue to look into the spread of misinformation and disinformation here in Canada as we get closer to the next election. We're going to keep shining a light on parts of society that other media don't seem to be all that interested in, like our recent investigation into the LCBO's monopolistic practices and how it's affecting just like the wine that we buy. We like those kinds of stories. And of course, we're going to maintain a focus on all the things that we've been covering so diligently. What is happening with the grocers in this country, the refugee crisis, the housing crisis? Urban planning, our cities, this strange neurological syndrome uh, that has been covered up in New Brunswick. We are on all of these stories. We're going to keep on those stories. We're going to keep publishing in both official languages. Detour isn't going anywhere. We have a new season of Canada Land Back coming up. Commons new season on Cults just launched. We have reporters across this country filling in the gaps, covering things that otherwise would not get looked at. We have a stack of stories on the go. None of that's going to change. But there is so much more that we want to do that we've already started to do. Come support Canada land, come to canadalandcom slash join, give us the resources we need to do this work thoroughly and responsibly and correctly so that we can give you the analysis and we can give you like a safe space for rational, reasonable human conversation in a time when that is so scarce, become a supporter of Canada land. The stories that we report can move mountains. They have moved mountains in this country. Come help us. It'll make you feel big and strong. Go to canadaland.com join or click the link in the show notes.